buddy i've got a good mix of caffeine anxiety and exhaustion uh hell yeah me too i so, just had coffee at 4 40 p.m so we're like, i think we're kind of on the same i took a bit of a nap i am feeling weird oh, shit you're feeling fucking lit just let me know when we're uh speeding i am speeding oh shit well, welcome everybody. Oh, we're in the we're in the verse. Of, we're, in, we're in the Sean and Andrew verse. Well, going across the Sheen and Andrew verse. Uh, <laughs> part part one. And if Vin Diesel has anything to say about it, of five. <laughs> See, it's a it's a new trilogy. It's a it's a it's an ending trilogy to launch off our spinoff trilogy. It's the final movie that's actually being split across several movies. And spinoffs that are going to take in take place in between each chapter of the trilogy. <laughs> We're going to have like a meanwhile and you're going to see like, I actually wouldn't mind if the next part is a meanwhile and it shows the rock and it's just the rock yeah. trying to figure out. We talked about that. Um, oh, yeah. It's just what the rock has been doing since part nine and the events of Hobbs and Shaw that lead him into doing whatever is probably going to help out Dom Dom and X2, I guess. What if it's called what if it's called Fast X2 Family Unite? What if they do it? <laughs> well yeah, all the families have to unite to yeah. save the family. Louis Le, Louis Leterrier quits and the Byron Bringer comes on and directs. I don't I I'm there I go referencing that guy again on the pod. <laughs> it's probably just gonna be Finn. That's like I think that's like, like ultimately what he's trying to do is like he's like, yeah. Alright, I'm just no one else is gonna be able to do this but me. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I, yeah. I I was his, his directorial debut, like post what is it? Uh multiracial, right? Yeah. Or multi was it multifacial or multi I, I think it's multifacial and then multifacial. I, there, there's like a fast and furious shorty that he made that takes place leading up to four, maybe. And I was think that, that was Banderos, right? Yeah. Bandoleros. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't know if I've ever actually seen it because I was—I've been listening to newcomers, uh, which is the—I've been do, consuming a lot of Fast and Furious content, and I'm like, I'm like, I definitely need a break. But I'm—I've listened to newcomers, and I think Gabrus uh, mentions it at some point, and I was like, fuck, I don't know if I've ever actually seen that because for some reason I remember when he announced that he directed it, and then it like led to four. But then I thought it was something where it was like just the opening scene of four was like I don't know, but I, I don't know. Um, they're gonna let me direct. Uh, they're not gonna let me direct. I'm just gonna do it. He had a fucking Instagram post that did get me hyped the other day, where it's like Fast X Part Two, a new Riddick. Uh, <laughs> it, it was uh, there something else that actually got me excited, and then like Kojak, and I was like, I was like, oh fuck, he actually has some shit in the pipeline coming up that I'm I'm excited for. If he moves on to having an old grizzled like cop detective thing then i think like he's gonna transition into fat then which is what i've been waiting for when he's gonna be fat character actor vin diesel and it's gonna fucking uh, confident that that's that's gonna happen oh, fuck. yeah anyway that would be uh, great <laughs> i hope i hope his ego can, can like handle that yeah i yeah same uh he's he's an insane person and more riddick i'm also like all I, i've I've been waiting. I'm, I, I, I'm going to get those at some point because I'm like, man, the Riddick movies are kind of great. <laughs> but, I, there's three, four of them. There's like, th there's maybe like an anime and then there's like a couple games too, I think. There's like weirdly. A lot of Riddick. A, yeah. Well, I mean, up. I, okay. So I learned this on the blank check 
uh, special features pod. Apparently, when they gave the pitch for Chronicles of Riddick, they showed up with three leather-bound books that had locks on them. And they said, <laughs> book one is the Chronicles of Riddick. And they gave him a key that unlocked the treatment for Chronicles of Riddick. And it was like, only if you, you can unlock the other two once we are able to, uh, once you give us the green light. That's the only way you can unlock the other two. So, like, they apparently wrote, like, three actual tomes. I don't know if that's true. God damn it. Vin is very into the whole... Sorry, also, not to totally derail, are you, um, I'm hearing, like, myself in, like, a feedback loop a little bit. Oh, no. It's maybe my, Is, wire, my wireless earbuds are really, I was just really close to the mic. Can you still hear it? Let me yell into the microphone a little bit. It's a little bit better. Um, I can I can definitely fix it. I was just worried if I was on, like, speaker or something. But if, if I'm in your headphones, it should be fine. Yeah, you're on my wire. Here, I'll turn. Sorry about that. I'll try that. No, it's okay. It's just, like, if I can hear it, it's probably in the edit a little bit. But yeah, um, it's, it's now. I, I can <laughs> that, make it, I can make it, like, I can work around it. Isolate the frequencies. Zoom and enhance. That kind of thing. It, it, it's, yeah, that's like basically, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get it. I know. <laughs> um, you can do that in some in some things, not all things, yeah. not how they do it in the movies. But yeah. I don't want to give you more work. To oh, but this is fun work. I I don't mind doing yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that people don't mind doing, uh, I promised you, Sean, about a week ago, I was going to yell at you about the Expendables 4 trailer. Oh my god, yes, we should 100% talk about that right now. Now, here's the thing. As you and I were talking about before, as you and I were talking about before we recorded, uh, I just moved, so I haven't had Wi-Fi for like a week. Um, yeah. So I didn't get a chance to re-watch it again, but I gotta tell you, this was the first trailer where I paused it and rewound it to watch something again, because and I started cheering because I couldn't believe it. Uh, <laughs> This movie looks fucking awesome. Like I don't like it looks bad, but like it looks like it looks weirdly like more Hobbs and Shaw. Like there's a part where Statham's like on the back of a Jeep driving through like a Chernobyl looking facility, exactly like in Hobbs and Shaw, and it looks all CGI and shitty. Uh, but more Statham is always good. Uh, it's I just want to mainly focus on Megan Fox pushing Statham's head down so that he's gonna go down on her. That was the main thing I want to yell at you about. <laughs> I, I went, wait, what? And I paused and I rewound to watch that again. And I was like, this movie fucking rules already. Megan Fox, yep. Renaissance, let's go. She's the co-lead. It's going to be a Mr. and Mrs. Smith Expendables 4. Honestly, I hope that's Fox. what it is. I hope I hope that's what it is. I hope they don't like write her off or like she goes off and does her own thing and shows up later. Uh, <laughs> like like Jet Li in one of them where he shows up in the opening. I think it's in yeah. two. He like, shows up in the opening scene and then like parachutes out and then shows up in the final action scene. These movies are like made for one day of shooting mega cameo. You know what I mean? Like it, that's oh, yeah. just kind of what they are. And that's kind of what I think Stallone is in this movie. It's It doesn't seem like he's in them a lot of it yeah i think he said that they had those weird facebook posts oh, for a while where it was just like uh, uh he was like oh i'm giving the franchise to uh statham um and then statham was posting instagram like hype pics of like the set and shit like that it's really funny that is kind of sick i mean that's the right move and like and he can just produce it and make all the money and doesn't have to do anything which you know he's almost 80 so i get it yeah he like broke his like neck or something i think he got yeah. like a stone i think in the first one he fights stone cold and gets a stone cold stunner and it literally like broke his neck <laughs> well yeah and yeah on top of like just like decades of this stuff he's been doing these kinds of movies for so the specialist uh yeah. tango and cash yeah uh, all of the hits um yep 
little film franchise called Rocky. Uh, that probably was the worst for him because it's just sustained too. It's like so many decades of it. It's to the point where they like wrote it in where it's just like, dude, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> you can't, you can't fight a man that's six foot five. You're five foot eight, Rocky. <laughs> I mean, he's a hundred. He has a hundred pounds on you. You're cut up. Uh, whatever that line from uh, Rambo, <laughs> Rambo two, shredded, Stallone's shredded, all cut up, shredded like a Julianne salad. <laughs> <laughs> also, Ben Stiller very cut up in that movie. He's he's got he's he's in great shape. Ben uh, Stiller like Loki. Ben Stiller was like San- Sandler in like that one movie got like ripped, and then like Stiller was ripped in like a couple movies. Yeah, he's he's just this like jacked little guy running around being funny. It's great. Is Ben Stiller a low key hunk? <laughs> I would say yes. Yeah, Tony Perkis. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I I showed Gail. Uh, heavyweights so i was like this is uh proto white goodman it's so good like th- you could see where they got white goodman oh everything oh my wait had she never seen heavyweights i probably sh- i think she may have but like that's one of those like you know it's it maybe saw when you're a kid i love it i watch it like every couple of years oh that's a fa- that's a family favorite yeah i uh uh was about to say that is like one of those movies that me and my brothers and like parents like even my parents like quote and stuff because we like love that uh they're never put twinkies on your pizza <laughs> a friend of mine recently uh was he just like souped up his garage was like a hangout space and he was like i'm pretty soon gonna outfit it with some like hideaway places kind of like that scene in heavyweights where they hide all the snacks and i was like dude <laughs> that a whole chunk lives rent free in my brain and i think about it like, all the time <laughs> I mean, like the hollowed out bedposts, the, the weird log and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> buddy! <laughs> buddy! The buddy! Bu- the buddy! <laughs> do it to it, do it to it, Lars! <laughs> Smashing the icebox. I, did I ever tell you I did a event once where Keenan Thompson spoke at Temple University and he like filmed his like speech? Did I ever tell you about this? No. So, it, I mean, I just like basically, I was like a PA or something. And I just watched Keenan Thompson give this like whole like talk about his career and i was like and i was like wrapped up in it and he was talking about heavyweights where he was like you know heavyweights was the first movie where i you know started to become like an adult like on set and not necessarily that i don't want to like frame it that way um, but basically he was just like you know it was a bunch of kids a bunch of kid actors out in the middle of nowhere where they were filming there was literally like no their, ho- their hotel and then like a taco bell so some of the older kids on set <laughs> You know, he's like going in and then he's like, hey, what are you guys doing passing that weird lamp around? And then he was like, <laughs> basically, that was the movie where Keenan Thompson like started smoking weed. And like, I think he's been quoted as saying I've been high since Good Burger. Uh, which that's is, incredible. Which is incredibly oh, funny. That, I did a, not know that. That's an, that's, a, that's an amazing story. I think it's fucking hilarious where it's like these kids were just a bunch of fat kids in the middle of nowhere just getting high and like going to Taco Bell. Going to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> then shooting a movie and then yeah and it's yeah you know, i think it's fucking hilarious but yeah it does look so like good. it's a fun movie like they it was a good movie for them to make uh, oh, like yeah. So, uh, so. yeah just fucking chilling with your bros chilling your bros working on a judd apatow script that's right yeah it's judd it's which is fucking wild i'm sure it fought he fosters a pretty decent vibe on set you know like yeah whoever the oh, director man. Was. Yeah, I, yeah i don't know who directed. i think it i think it's somebody like uh, paul fee Paul Feig's in it. No, Paul Feig is in it because he's the skinny guy. Yeah. Uh, he was the once was fat, now he's the skinny guy. Uh, who, when he starts the dance uh, to Love Machine, is. <laughs> 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 uh, 
It like completely makes up for Ghostbusters with ladies. Oh yeah, he, he gets a he gets a he has like a Hollywood free pass for anything. Basically, he he can make any movie that, and they'll still make get him more stuff. Oh yeah, he'll just be like, hey, remember this? Oh yeah, <laughs> he just, just presses play on a boombox. Yeah, don't want to get me the... ready to ready queued up every everywhere he goes. <laughs> I'm really sorry, my last movie bombed. I don't uh, IRL, uh, but what if this? <laughs> he just hits the boombox. <laughs> How about you don't fire me? Ding. <laughs> I'm just a love machine. He makes a weird Anna Kendrick movie that's apparently really good. Uh, what are you being on? Um, he just wants to play. He always knows when I'm on the, like the phone or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, but what if I was distracting all the time? Like, <laughs> George does the same thing. He's he's yeah. like, no, you're supposed to pay attention. Yep. You're not. What are you doing? What are you doing? H- hanging out, talking about <clears> um, right. Yeah, uh, Heavyweights, great flick. Um, it's the but yeah, Expendables 4, there's a shot of, what was it, 50 Cent that is so bad. I was like, I I, I, I kind of noticed something was off, but I, I it happened so fast that I like didn't really catch it. And then I was like on Reddit, I saw a comment, and I was like, oh yeah, that was weird. So I rewound it and watched it, and I was like, holy shit, it's like the worst green screen. He's like, on, it's like different shutter speeds or like frame rates <laughs> or something, and I'm just like, what is happening right now? Is it uh like when they're on like the back of the trucks or whatever with like the, like, the big <laughs> yeah, he's got gun? like the he's like holding the gun like the it's like a turret gun or something. And he's like. <laughs> And it's just like a shot of him just going. Ah! That's fucking wild. Because also, like, it, like Fifty Cent has been in a couple movies. I feel like he's been in some straight to DVD movies. But I'm, also, I'm like, was he in the third one or something? The third I think one they so. expanded the cast out a bunch. But yeah, Ronda Rousey. They bring in like Hendricks or not uh, Thor's brother, no, Le- Liam. Liam Hem- right? Hemsworth is in two, and he gets like a couple scenes being like, I just can't wait to get home to my girl. Then like Jean Claude Van Damme, whose character is literally named Valaine, which is <laughs> fucking incredible. Uh, like execute I think no he does a round he puts a knife to his chest and he does a roundhouse kick and he roundhouse kicks the knife into him I think (laughs) am I gonna watch Expendables 2 later the 4k set's always like always really cheap and I'm like do I just get it like it's like 20 bucks for three movies (laughs) yeah three I don't even remember any of but I'm like dude should I go re-watch that like I have no idea like three I just don't remember three I think is mostly about Terry Crews gets hurt and then they gotta go like yeah that's that sounds from I I don't yeah I don't really remember three that was the PG-13 one right and that one kind of bombed because everyone was kind of pissed about that right 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 right. yeah because like the second movie is like cartoonishly violent the second movie has for my for my money one of the funniest things that could have like it's such a funny moment that like would happen in a parody of one of these in like Expendables 2 like if you made a parody of it but it's just in the movie where they're in a, they're like battling a bunch of guys in a town and Stallone goes there's one more and everyone and then one guy comes out and then everybody turns and shoots at him and then they cut to the guy and he gets filled up with like a million bullets and then like drops to the ground it's so funny it's so fun. it's literally like from uh, Hot Shots where it's the most violent scene <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I, yeah. They they're fully aware of what they're doing. That's why those movies are working. Like, that, yeah. Dolph has Shoot. like insane hair in this one. Like, did you see his fucking hair? He's like, <laughs> he's got weird glasses. He's like, I have a prescription scope. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking good. I I also love that. What's his name? Randy Couture. Out of all of them, was like, yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing anything. Not I believe free. his character name is. Uh, Toll Road. Yes. Great name. 
He's the he's the trudgeon of the crew. It does have like a Coltrane vibe to it from Gears. Like it's it's so good. Like Oh my <sighs> god, yeah. Oh man, I miss the Coltrane. The Coltrane was the fucking best character on fucking Gears of War. <laughs> Coltrane was the I, best. I, I think Coltrane is uh, Terry Tate office linebacker. Could be wrong. Have you ever seen <laughs> Terry Tate? I don't think so. It's like an old, it's probably like a 15-year-old commercial at this point where it's Terry Tate office linebacker and it's just this like huge linebacker who's just in an office doing like casual stuff. And But it's like, it's like someone doesn't, re- pours the last cup of coffee and then suddenly Terry Tate comes out of nowhere and tackles him. And he's like, woo, you killed the Joe, you make some mo. And he just like has a lot of catchphrases like that. And then he'll like tackle someone brutally and then just be like, oh, hey, Linda. How are you doing? Like it's, 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 <laughs> That's great. I love that. It's, it's a it's a fucking class. It's a classic commercial. But I'm pretty sure Coltrane was played by Terry Tate off linebacker. He pops yeah, up. And stuff. They've been Gears trying to make a Gears thing for a while i think they could probably pull it off now well that's one of those things that dave batista has been trying to like vin diesel oh into yeah he would be perfect he, he's been wanting to play marcus phoenix for like he looks years. exactly like him yeah he's done some kind of promo where they like just made a, a like a replica of the suit and the armor or whatever and it's, he's just like please let me make this movie and it's like all right dave I'm like okay go ahead <coughs> Um, Excuse me. Yeah, I mean that's that he's yeah. Why not get Terry Crews for Coltrane? I don't or get 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 Coltrane for Coltrane. Well, he got real fat. He's in. Uh, <laughs> Who like, cares? I know he's in um, uh, the third Transformers movie as like one of the main soldier guys. Yeah, uh, and he's he's like pretty fat in it, but he's still he's still got the fucking he's still got his Terry Tate energy though. It's great. Um, which I still have not seen the rise of the beasts. Cause I just fucking moved. But I really want to, I really, really want to, cause I got part of the end credits thing spoiled and I'm like, fuck that sounds really stupid. And I really want to see this thing. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have time to see that, but I already got my Oppenheimer and mission impossible. I tickets ready. To I go, need baby. to. I need to look at Mission Impossible, and then I got to connect with my brother about Oppenheimer because I told him because near us is weirdly one of the thirty theaters where you can see it in a seventy millimeter. Um, oh hell yeah! So I just need to connect with my brother because he's like, oh, I'm definitely interested. Um, I just need to figure out like when we're actually gonna go. But Mission Impossible, I think I'm gonna pre-order because I'm gonna start rewatching those really soon. I'm I, between that and indie, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta start rewatching stuff. <laughs> I, I I keep remembering. I'm like, oh, we still have to watch Crystal Skull. Not that, not that it's a bad movie. And you know what? I've brought it up. People are like, you know, we're talking about it at the office. Like, oh, Indy, what do you think? I'm like, I'm fucking absolutely going. Love that shit. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess not. Not as many people are like hating on four as I thought. They're like, you know, four is like. I said I was like sixty five percent of that movie is great. Um, yeah, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Like honestly, yeah. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yep. I think the first forty five minutes we've talked about it, like the first like forty five minutes or so are pretty great, and then it unravels more and more near the end. But I still like the weird the tr- the weird jungle CGI truck chase for the most part. I think is real fun. I think it's real stupid. I don't really care though. I think I have a good time with it. I always enjoyed that part. Uh, yeah, Crystal. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm also just like for Dial of Destiny. I think I'm like done looking at trailers and stuff and i'm just like i'm just gonna go because like the bad reviews kind of bum me out but i'm also just like i don't give a shit it's indie like i don't give a yeah. shit yeah <laughs> i also could see it being one of those things where people are actually kind of into it and like because all of the reviews are still saying it's better than crystal skull so i'm like well then yeah. it's probably pretty fucking good yeah if like crystal i don't Skull's i still... can't see in a world where this is a bad movie then yeah because it's, not it's like probably crystal got some Skull's... weird shit if there's time travel then that's gonna be weird 
I, but also, I'm like, that's not... I still don't think that's that far. We've seen the literal wrath of God come out of a golden box and melt dudes' faces. So I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think time travel is that weird in this world. Like, we had a guy live in the 800 years. I want to see that dude come back, but he can't cross the seal. So just yeah. chill. He's like, well, now the seal's been broken, so I can go and do a rump springer. And he does a rump springer. I, it's called. I was thinking it'd be kind of funny if he, like, was trying to track down Indy, like, and he's trying to kill him or thinks he still has the grail or something. <laughs> no, like I revenge. put it down a big, cr- there was a big crevice, and I just kind of left it. <laughs> I I chose going with my fi- It was actually a big moment for me. <laughs> the guy's like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> um, <laughs> you let it go into the big crevice? It's, a, it's just, it's right there. I had to, I came all this way, searched for years to find you, and it was 10 feet outside the seal. <laughs> yeah, I guess the real treasure was the adventure that you had along the way. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> it's about fathers and sons, guys. It's not I about grails. <laughs> I took a holy oath to not have children. Well, I didn't make you do that. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> there wasn't any rule that no one could come hang out with you. <laughs> no one wanted to. <laughs> I was Aww. a big loser. <laughs> I was like the venom of my of my crew. <laughs> I was a big loser. A big loser where I come from. Um, yeah, I... I can't wait because I just want rewatch Raiders and I was texting you a little bit during it and like Raiders is still like there's a lot of stuff where culturally it's like yeah you know this is a fun uh, to say but is such a um, privileged way of gla- glazing over like but it's a I just did it again it's a good fucking movie and that whole the escape from the well of souls through the truck chase is like some of the best fucking movie making ever, like of all time I don't like that 20 minute chunk it's perfect. oh yeah it's yeah the what, right yeah right when he gets out. The mm-hmm. was it, it goes from plane fight to him getting on the truck to him getting knocked off the truck back. Yeah, yep. that whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah that is I, I, that's when the movie just like goes, and you're just like, Let's I would include go. the Escape from the Well of Souls because it's like you're getting all the classic adventure stuff. What do you want? Keep jumping up on the desk. Stop doing that. Um, <laughs> look out the window. Um, yeah, no, that whole sequence is just like it's fucking perfect. But it was I this time because I text you a little bit because I know you've been rewatching him too. But the uh, it was the the moment where he's just like, why don't you come down here and find out? And Belloc just like brushes it off. I laugh. So hard at, like way harder than ever. Are you just knocking stuff off the table, Cooper? Just break stuff. Give me something to break. Um, yeah. He, yeah. Harrison Ford has the best time. He's he just loves that character. And oh yeah. I think I still yeah. There, I think all of them are pretty racially and culturally insensitive, especially Temple of Doom. That's like I, Raiders and Temple of Doom are probably the worst. I don't think there's. It's mostly just Nazis in Last Crusade, right? Oh, there's yeah, a couple. The the there's that other like Templar sect that's kind of vaguely. It's probably yeah. offensive. We, yeah, yeah, not for us. To. That that part's probably <laughs> not great. But yeah, it's 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 Temple of Doom. Rewatching Temple of Doom, I'm like oh, all of it's rough. Like that's yeah. by far the the worst of them i think um, that i mean there's still that that uh temple of doom it's the first like 20 minutes or, or it's like the first like 15 are like perfect and then it's that next 45 is rough and then the last 45 is like also perfect in terms of just like action adventure stuff but then that that yeah. like weird 45 that's just kind of the character stuff and the setup and everything is like a lot of it's like offensive and like 
weird. And it's just like, uh, I don't really it like kind of plods and meanders. There's a lot of comedy in it, though, too. Like, I, I, I never found Kate Capshaw funny until this rewatch. And I'm like, oh, mm. I think I like this finally worked, click, clicked for me, I think. Yeah. Um, like what they were going for. And I, I could, she screams a lot, but like, it, it's not like unwarranted. It's like one, some of the most horrifying stuff a person could see, I guess. Um, it, it, I, I want you to go to a Temple of Doom and not scream, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You watch someone get their heart ripped out and their, uh, their whole seal up and they're still alive and then they get d- dropped into a fucking boiling lava pit. I don't know. That sounds pretty I scary mean, if you ask. I, yeah. The, yeah. The mind chase, so good. Yeah. He fights the, little the puppets. plain Nazi. <laughs> when they turn into puppets a couple times, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> the minecart is one of those things where I'm like, I don't fully understand how they actually did this back. <laughs> it's it is a lot of miniature stuff, and then yeah. it's 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 a surprising amount of like, oh, like all of, a lot of these shots are the miniatures and the the little puppets, like yeah. they. And then it kind of just does like the inserts of them on, you know, doing the blue screen or rear pro- There's a co- maybe rear a couple of rear projections. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, there is some pretty rough matte lines in this one. But that's the other thing. Everyone complains about CGI, but I'm like, it's not like they didn't do it back then. Like, oh, yeah. They had a ton of stunts, but they were using optical effects like, like any I, other movie would at the time. Yeah. I think the difference is that they still had to do, there was still like something um, analog. Like they still had to combine it with like. Um, yeah. There, there is different layers to how they are combining it where it's like now you can combine different layers of different things but it's just easier just to do the cg um like for everything i think it's like um going to marvel i think like the first avenger the the making skinny steve rogers thing is so interesting just because it's it's not the same trick in every shot uh, yeah and i think now when you watch a movie and you just know it's just it's just all it's all the same. It's not even trick. It's just all the same process. It's like, okay, that's not that interesting. But when you see something where they like are talking about how it's like, oh, it's all practical. They didn't want, they, they use CGI to like remove like this element or that, but then they were able to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, that's way more interesting. Um, and I think that that's, I mean, that's always the thing that's kind of lacking. Cause you're right. Like there's absolutely all the green screen and opticals and stuff, but um, a lot of it is a lot more problem solving. It's not, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's at, well, it is at a necessity too, because it was like, yeah, there, there's more innovation, and they're they're planning more, and yeah, we're we're gonna do as much as we can with Vic Armstrong and not Harrison Ford here. And, uh, he's, he, I'm like, I think the whole fight in Temple Doom in the Temple, he's not there. Oh no, it's it's all Vic, and I'm like, they show a lot of his face. I'm like, good for them. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's great. But there's a charm to that. There's a charm when you can see the seams on this kind of shit, where it's like, yeah, now uh, like a fucking Marvel movie will be like Robert Downey Jr. broke his leg, so they had to use a guy and CGI's face on it. It's like, could you tell? And it's like, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, the uh, you know what I'm gonna be bummed about, and I'm and I'm already calling this now. And I, I this is something I thought about watching the original three, and I think it's okay. a problem with four too. Um, he's not sweaty anymore. Like, yeah. and I think that's a problem in Hollywood in general. I don't know if it's because like the material they use might not be safe, or something. I'm sure it's probably really unsafe, like like some sort of like gel or whatever. But uh, people aren't sweaty anymore. Like, I want to see some sweat. Like it's Dude. these movies are like gross, you know, and I feel like he's just gonna look this like fine the whole movie in this one. You're absolutely right, because then it makes everything feel so sterile and weird. But like, yeah, 
he's grimy because he's just like he's literally actively trying not to shit himself and like for chunks of raiders <laughs> yeah you know what yeah I mean? they like, all have like dysentery yeah <laughs> and they're all just like oh fuck like once it, like you like, you know what I mean? like it's that look is like all that's why dude speaking of sweat i mean the rock and fast five he's the sweatiest fucking movie character of all time yeah once he stops sweating that's Dude, you can you can chart it back to the Rock too, because once he stopped getting sweaty in those movies, he stopped being interesting. I'm telling yeah. you, I I also like that he like starts every movie clean shaven, and he just gets progressively more gruff over it. Like I I like a progression of facial hair in a movie. I've never noticed that. That's fucking all. That's like the arc. Of yes, movie, the watch it. Check. Look for that in all of them. He's he's in he's in the classroom or he's in like whatever setting where he's like you know has to look nice. You know he's in a tux. Huh. You know clean shaven, and then he just he looks like shit for the rest of the movie once the adventure starts it's great that's fucking great yeah i've never noticed that before because i know like the arkham games would always do that because they always they they would take place over like a night or something so like but you start the game clean shaven clean suit and then like everything's like damaged and then like he has some five o'clock shadow but Um, just looks like a fucking mess that's fucking great yeah no he's not great yeah that's the thing like there is something so tactile about it and like I mean, that is one of the actual criticisms of Crystal Skull is that it is uh, that sterile digital kind of like look. But it's just also just that era of like movies and that like you don't get that like gross, sweaty grime. Everything has to be like touched up. And the, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's concerned about how they look. And it's like, man, I, I, I understand. Harrison Ford's probably terrifying and they're And he's like, don't put that fucking sweat on me. Um, I don't want it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, they also were probably in the heat and he probably was just genuinely sweating, you know, like, yeah, uh, like there's the shot, the famous shot where the hat, his hat flies off at last crusade when he's like looking at the cliff. He's like so red. He's like sunburned. The it's great. Probably took like a, like three weeks in the fucking desert to like film that. Yeah. I can't wait for the tank. The tank fight is so good. Yeah. The that's, beer. that's probably top two, three sequences of the, of the movies. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, was about to say, and then the op, the, the effect of the guy going over the edges. He's top classic. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Indy. I, I'm really excited. I, that one. I'm quiet. I'm quietly excited for Indy. And I think I'm going to stop like looking at new footage for it as I'm just rewatching the movies. Like, and I'm doing it patiently. Like I watched Raiders the other night. And I'm like, I'm in no rush. Pop a couple of these on Disney Plus when I get the chance, and be like, ooh, yeah. Before I pivot to uh, Mission Impossible, maybe I'll maybe I'll shuffle the deck. It's gonna be great. There you go. Yeah, I know. I gotta weird... do a rewatch. Like that actually, the new Mission Impossible doesn't warrant like a full rewatch, right? Like because the guy shows. Yeah. Like, uh, so Cooper. So, I know he's killing me. Um, Cooper. <laughs> We had a couple people come like work in the apartment today because uh, so a little bit he's on edge, a little on edge. Yeah, but he's way more relaxed in this new space because I well I started telling you this and I wanted to see. <laughs> so my new apartment has like actual windows where this, I can see the sun again. Um, Always and, good, dude. The last couple days, the only way I can describe it is in the terms that I know you'll also be able to understand. Um, you know, in The Dark Knight Returns, when Superman gets nuked and then he's like a weird husk version of himself. Yeah. And he gets bathed in sunlight and he just like buffs <laughs> yeah. up again it's that it's that that's the only way i can fucking describe <laughs> like truly um like, well it's good because like it's been uh, dude we haven't had sun it's been like seattle here the last six seven months we haven't had yeah. sun it's bonkers for like two or three months and then we've had more rain in seattle in this winter oh that's so i'm like wild. i think i'm like that's messing with me a little bit yeah 
Yeah, no, it definitely does, because especially because it's like supposed to be sunny out there all the time. And then we had the smoke. Wow, I guess that feels like a while. Yeah, ago, just last week. And you were like, "Yeah, eye drops," and I was like, "Oh, right, first time." <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah. That, Not that I love using the meme, but it's it it definitely. I was like, "You guys gotta be careful. That shit's not it." Like, just think about a bot like uh, standing outside a campfire and how that irritates you, and then multiply it like by millions or whatever. By every yeah, yeah. And every time I walked Cooper, I was just like, "Weird." I would be like, "Okay, we'll see how this goes." And then, like three blocks in, I was like, "Oh, I actually feel really weird right now. Like, we should not be doing this. Like, this is bad." Yeah. That's when I noticed it too. Is when I would have to walk George. I'm like, "All right, this could be a quick one." Like, let's go, yeah, bud. Once you, once you poop, we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, cook this. <laughs> I'm back. sorry, bud. I know I know you need exercise, but yeah. Um. Anywho, I'm I'm glad it's cleared up. Right? It's not. Still... Oh yeah, it's been it's been fucking beautiful. I'm getting refilled Good. by sunlight. Cooper this morning snooted my hand, which was I guess off my bed, and he woke me up that way. He's never done that. It was honestly the most pleasant way to have gotten woke up woken up because it was like a minute before my alarm went off, and I was like. What the fuck this is yeah george does that to me too it's super cute but sometimes he does it at like 2 a.m and i'm like dude what what are you doing well right now i wouldn't be upset about it because i was just like babe what's going on i thought i overslept and i was like no i didn't this is great i'm i'm early oh that's that sunlight man pouring it um uh good stuff um you know what else is good spider-verse Spider-Man. 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 Um, yeah, buddy. Sp- Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. When did you see this film? I saw not this past Sunday, but I think this Sunday. And a lot's happened between then and now, so some things might be hard to recount. But I saw IMAX oh, opening boy. weekend. Uh, Sean, when did you see I saw I saw this about a week ago. Today, I think. I saw it last Thursday. So, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I I had to ma- time to marinate on some stuff. Um, it, it's, it is it's a lot. There's a lot going on in this. There's a fuck ton. But in my opinion, this is the best movie of the summer by a fucking mile so far. <laughs> like, yes. I yes. loved this uh, quite a bit. Yes. I, I did would, as well. I've been bummed that I don't have the time to go see it a second time. Um, and I'm I kind of agree. <laughs> I. Because there's a lot going on, and I want to see it in theaters a second time. But I'm like, okay, so I, like I said, I've been, like, teaching and stuff. And as the school year's been winding down, I was using the first movie as, like, all right, we're going to put on a movie for the kids and stuff, right? So I watched the first, like, 20-ish minutes with, like, one of my classes one day after, like, a field trip. It worked on every single kid. They were, like, so wrapped up in it. And that gave, like, a lot of it, like, a different context just kind of watching the movie again where it's like oh yeah. I mean, i've rewatched the the whole thing um, by myself like over like it like you know like the then over the weekend or something because i was like i'm still gonna watch it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a different context but um i rewatched the first one and like that is a movie that actually gets better every single time i've seen it a couple like a handful of times now and every single time i'm like it just feels faster i remember because I, I saw when when did you see the first one i think i probably watched it on netflix or something I, like oh. a year or two after i don't i didn't see it in theaters i know uh yeah i i think i started hearing the hype and i was like okay i'll check this out i think it was on netflix for a while or something and then yeah. i just bought the 4k i was like this is insane i love this movie like immediately yep. Yep. I remember because it was I think it was like a December 2018 which yes if you recall was a, actually a pretty fucking stacked month it, I think we it was were, like that we were fully into Aquaman that was we that were. was Aquaman month right mm-hmm. it was Aquaman it was Spidey there wasn't a Star Wars that 20 was. yeah was, 
2017 was Last Jedi, so 2018 okay. would have been Solo, which was earlier in the year, May. right? Solo it was, was May. a May or March yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So we were still we still had Solo Fever. We uh, <laughs> we were all talking about Lady Proxima. Uh, the what else was it? I think um, Bumblebee was then, and I feel like there's like a couple other. Like, yeah, that was like a weirdly stacked month. But that movie got so hyped, and I saw it late in its run with one of my with one of my friends in Philly, and we saw it in 3D, which was a mistake. And I was like, that was really Ooh. good, but it wasn't like amazing because the 3D was like good, but also the whole movie has stuff that's like blurry and sort of doubled. So I was like, I don't actually know what like. You yeah, know what I, mean? I I'm surprised they even released it in 3D. I would have hated that because I was rewatching it and I was like, the effect looks like in a lot like what you're talking about with the out of focus stuff in the foreground it looks like you're not wearing your 3d glasses exactly so because the animation style was so new i was like i i like i really liked it i was like that was really good and then 4k came out and i like watched it again i was like yeah it's good and it's a good movie to show other people i think because it's very like it's I've whenever whenever I've like shown it to people it's always been a good experience and then like if I rewatch it I'm just like there's so much good well done storytelling in this Uh, and when I rewatched this last time I was like Peter B. Parker like I was I was like oh no I think I relate to him too much right now Uh, (laughs) yep especially the second one too I'm like oh yeah um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that montage of him when he explaining how he ended up in miles's universe and it's all this the scenes of depre- of him depressed in the spider-man suit are so fucking funny when he's crying yep. in the shower and he's crying in bed and his ass up and he's just dressed up fully as spider-man <laughs> he's so fucking watching those the seahorses and he's like you can just pick a mate imagine that they just work it out it's fuck, it's so good um but yeah, the, so the first movie's just like grown on me more and more over the last like a couple of years where I'm like, this movie rules. And it wasn't until the week of Across the Spider-Verse coming out where it was, I, I've been describing it as one of those, it's like this, uh, and then like the new Zelda came out and there's like something else where it's 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 been one of those projects or sequels in a pipeline where it's like been a couple of years in between. They didn't rush it and it got delayed a few times. And it's one of those projects where I'm like, no, no, no. When it, when it's ready, just let it come out, okay? Like I'm in no rush, okay? You just make sure it's good. So when it when it was like actually coming out, I was like, oh fuck, I'm actually, I can't fucking wait for this. <laughs> like I got yeah. so excited, uh, and it uh, surpassed my expectations. I think, like truly, it really did. I I I I was like reading the reviews, like some of it, and I'm just like, oh wow, it like they clearly knocked it out of the park again. Everyone's loving mm-hmm. it, both critics and fans. So I saw it and I'm like, yeah, I, yep. my expectations were really high going in. I knew it was a part one and I'll Same. get into why I, I don't know if I necessarily liked that I knew if it, there was a part one. I think I would have been better served not knowing. Um, Interesting. Uh, but yeah, it. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to see this again and I cannot wait for the part two, yep. um, which it, is not too far out, right? They're March 2024. Which I won't be surprised if they're just like, it's going to be delayed a little bit. I'll be like, fucking fine. Take your time, guys. Because yeah. <laughs> I think in a couple it was interviews... a simultaneous production. But yeah, if like if there's more strikes, like it's fine. Like they deserve it, more money because mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping this this was a hundred million dollar movie. And I'm like, mm, this was, it looked a little more expensive than that. So I'm I'm, I'm hoping hoping yeah. people were adequately paid but um, yeah uh, i would hope so because this is like it is so they're just like running laps around disney right now this is sony they should just stop doing live action spider-man and just like just do this and like do peter b parker movie and a spider-man noir movie like i'm fine with that but i'm all, okay yeah yes 
Also, well, have you seen any of the, like the little interviews Tom Holland's been doing recently? He's like done with acting, or he's like um, come, he's like coming back in a few months, but he's like already taking a year off or something like that. He's or been he's... taking time off. He has some Apple show that's out that's been getting like really bad reviews, <laughs> and then he's. I, as I've been reading these, I'm just like, uh oh, is Tom Holland okay? Like he's like he probably does need some time off. I think I think yeah. starting your career in the Marvel machine is a lot. Yep. And then all of his projects since have been like, eh, or like, okay, I guess you're doing that, Tom. But then he's like producer yeah. on like Uncharted, and it's just like a weird vanity thing, and it's just like gotta, gotta figure out what it is. Uh, cause yeah, because yeah, yeah, it is it is like a, a weird like. Then again, there how many opportunities are there for actors now that like if you're not doing like a Tarantino's new thing or yeah, Scorsese's new, th- especially I, there aren't a lot of like younger stars and like. No, and he's trying. Like his other projects, he's doing like different stuff to his credit, but they're just turning out not. Great. Um, yeah, is... I th- yeah, and yeah, they're all like on streamers, so they're kind of come and go movies. Yeah, like, Apparently, like that movie with Pattinson, it looked okay and looked interesting, but I don't know if that really took off. Movie. But then again, none of them do because they are kind of disposable. Wait, what, what Pattinson movie? I'm I'm not even. He kidding did about he about. did like a movie with like Pattinson plays like a preacher or something. I forget what it's called. Pattinson, um, I think it's called Pattinson Devil plays Devil a All the Time or something. I think it's called oh. Devil All the Time. Huh. And and Pattinson's just like going for it. Like he's just he's playing like a southern guy and he's just got this crazy high pitched southern now, accent. Like, it's I'm like it's, it's an interesting preacher. like it's an interesting. It could kind of grab me, but I I never ended up watching it because huh. he's he does like I mean he's always pretty interesting. Like, he makes a lot of interesting. He's in um uh, bon, uh Bong's new movie. Bong Juno's new movie is uh, oh, coming out. Um, what is it? It's it's called like Mickey Seven or something like that, and it's like a sci-fi movie where he's like a android or a clone or something. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. tell me nothing more. But um, sorry, I, I I got us on a little tangent there. But but I agree though, where it's just like I don't want or I don't need more live action Spider-Man. I also there's been a lot where Tom Holland's been like, I would love to do a movie where I'm mentoring Miles Morales and it's just like hey don't fucking touch him (laughs) where they're like because there's been there was obviously there's several we're just gonna have to do spoilers for Across the Spider-Verse but there's like several references and connections to the MCU that they make um yes and it's one of those things where it's just like that's it that's enough like you're knocking on the door but don't do not have Tom Holland in a fucking scene in part three yes It'll grind. I, I wouldn't mind if he voiced a version that we don't know about. Like, just do a different yeah. version where he voices it. But like, yeah, d- if you do do it, like they did it very well in this, where it was like, yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you a little bit of spoilers. We'll give you a little bit of Andrew and a little bit of Toby. Yep. Uh, but it's also like, and it serves the plot. And it's like, yeah, this is. We're t- I like. Th- I love the idea that the, this whole thing is kind of is the crux of like the crux of this is like not breaking the canon and i'm like yeah oh i really hope that this does and ultimately is like yeah fuck you guys who cares who gives a shit about the canon like exactly <laughs> yep it's, it's i think i think that's what they're gonna go for like because this yeah. the whole spider-verse thing in general breaks the canon and everybody loves it so like yep. why it's, it's not just don't be precious break- about this it's not just in the conventions of the storytelling or the conventions of the character, what the character is quote unquote supposed to be. It's also in just the fucking medium that it's playing in itself and who yeah. the protag and the type of protagonist that it is and the type of music that it is and the types of genres that it crosses. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's in the, uh, uh, just the fucking DNA of both movies where they're just so different. They're just, 
pieces of like experimental pop art that are also just yeah. like told in the framework of a Spider-Man story that's about the importance of Spider-Man stories. And now this one's starting to be like, maybe they're not that important. Like, who gives a shit? Like, you can do whatever with it. Like, you can actually do whatever with this. Like, you don't have to do the same beats. You don't have to have the same deaths and stuff like that. Like, there's certain things that define it, but everything's a variable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn it's... it, Cooper. <laughs> it was, it was well-timed, Cooper. He was yeah, just I know. about it was, right at, it was right at the end of my point, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Um... I yeah I um, I I found that so fascinating I I was like yeah this is brilliant uh fucking Oscar Isaac is just loving MCU I guess like he or he's just in Marvel shit he's doing he's like four different Marvel characters now right yeah and like a couple of them are pretty good yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's what is it it's Moon Knight well, also like his Miguel is like I, one of the crazier parts of this movie because we're just gonna have to jump around is when he's fighting Leonardo da Vinci Vulture oh. Oh my and god, then, I forgot I completely forgot about that sequence. Voiced by Yorma. So good. Um, Yorma Tacone. Who is also the green goblin in the first movie, which is wild. Uh wouldn't <laughs> be able to tell. Uh, but what I was about to say, the he's fighting him and he's about to he's he suddenly develops fangs and he's about to bite uh the vulture. And the only reason why he doesn't do it is because there's helicopters watching him and it's never addressed later. And I think that's obviously gonna come back at some point, but like he's, yeah. he's got like fangs and shit, and it's like, yeah, he's He's good, and he just looks so tired and just, like, broken in a lot of ways where we don't know his full backstory, and I don't really trust him. It's, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Oscar Isaac? Yeah, Oscar Isaac for, um... Oh, yeah. I, uh, I... Yeah, I I think the other shoe's gonna drop on him. Like, something's going on with that guy. I don't think... I don't think... I don't think we know his whole story yet, you know? No. Um, It's him and then, like, Spider-Punk are the two where it's just, like, there's more going on with you two than I think that we, like, actually, like, know. And I, I, I don't know. I got some, like, theory and stuff but uh yeah no it's fu- god damn I'm, um, um I, I don't even know if i can what's like the ju- what is like i don't even know how to define it. remember when they animated rachel dratch yes it was just rachel dratch and i was like i was like and G- even gail looked at me she's like <gasps> i was like yeah <laughs> incredible doing just the most like rachel immediately dratch. new yep <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dratch. She's the best. Uh, um, I forgot that Brian Tyree Henry is uh, his dad. He's great. He's so fucking good. I was like, good. holy shit. Yeah. He's the dad. Um, uh, Uncle Aaron is um, Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. Fucking yeah. insane. You know who's great? And I have to look up their name. Whoever voices Miles' mom. She gets oh yeah so much good shit where I think if I watch this a second time, she gives him one speech at one point that I think will actually make me cry because it's been... Okay, so I, I don't think I can... De- this, describing the plot of this movie is difficult, but I think there's different emotional beats and stuff like that and ideas that are all in there. But there's a part where a lot of it is about Miles' is like Rachel Dratch telling him what his story that is that he has to tell colleges in, like to get into colleges because he's... Yeah. He, he's starting to look into school. He's trying to figure out what his story is. He also misses Gwen, and, but he's been becoming like a better Spider-Man. That's kind of like basically the gist. And then he kind of gets wrapped up and stuff. And then the, we'll, we'll talk about the spot. But like a big theme is uh, kind of finding your place and defining your own story. And she gives him that that speech at one point where it's basically like never let anybody tell you that you don't belong somewhere that like you belong at. And I that shit fucking hit me so hard. I was like, I was like, this is so good. Because like I for, for my school and stuff like that and like my online classes, we've had to do a lot of like reflecting on our own educational experience and stuff right so yeah. i uh 
I like I've had to like reflect on like my time in like school and stuff, which I went to like a private high school just for high school. I always felt like weird about, but I never got that because I never felt like I fully like fit there. So I've been that's been like shit that's been like on my mind a lot recently, just because I've had to write like reflection papers and stuff on it, right? But then that speech came in the movie, and I was like, I fucking wish I got a speech like that because it's it's this movie feels like there's a lot of imposter syndrome kind of stuff in there about yeah. like you know, you're not really spider-man and he's like well, i don't know i guess i'm not like what i am like but i'm doing it i'm doing the thing even though i don't like there, there's a lot of that there's there's so much that's just so good his relationship with his parents is so this movie is two hours and 20 minutes long it's an animated and there's just moments that are just just lets you kind of sit in certain moments and like vibes and and speeches and times with the characters and it's i could have watched another hour of it you know what i mean like no i know i I I I hundred percent agree. Like they, it, it, the strengths of like Lord and Miller, and I kind of compare it to James Gunn as well. Like they mm. don't undercut scenes with quips or like they don't, you know, they just like you said, they let it kind of breathe. They're not always concerned about action and mm-hmm. you know set pieces. They're like for for a movie that has some of the best and craziest action I've ever seen. Ha- there's yep. a lot of dialogue and like character moments, and that yep. it makes the action better. And good storytellers know that. And because mm-hmm. the action isn't the, it's not the thing of the scene. You know what I mean? Like it's not happening. It all tells a story. It all conveys sort of momentum and stuff like that. And it's all visually super crazy, but it's not necessarily like, I don't, it's not like any, it never feels like it's the most important thing. All the moments that I remember from this movie are like the character interactions. Cause like that whole chase with all the spider, with, with all the spider people is like wild. Right. Um, yeah. The vulture fight is wild, but you're also getting a ton of exposition and a ton of character introductions and all of this visual craziness. Uh, the whole opening is that first like 15 minutes is like a beautiful short film. Um, oh, I was I I like went like oh when they like drop the title card, I was like oh fuck that was a cold open like yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an extended 20 Guillermo del Toro Pacific Rim cold open. It might rival <laughs> the, that cold open, honestly. It's Dude, it's the, close. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, no, it's close. Uh, I was about to say, the uh, 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 that whole Gwen, uh, everything in the Gwen Stacy universe, though, especially that opening, feels like... Oh, my God, dude. It feels like... Her universe is like one of those like Pixar or Disney shorts that came out in like the 2010s where they started like making... Do you remember like the paper airplane one? Yes. It, it kind of had that vibe, which, like, Spider-Verse has. Like, there's a line. I think Corridor Crew drew a line between those two things. So that's maybe not the most original thought, but still. Because um, I remember them talking about it at some point. But her universe with the watercolor look where the color and light of all the scenes was changing based on the emotions that the characters were going through was fucking amazing. And then when they were doing the water, like the, the it was kind of drippling down. I was like, yeah. I, I was like losing my, I was losing my fucking mind. I was like, I love this so much it looks so cool her scenes with her dad i was like i was like oh my god you just feel it more it's visualizing what everyone's emotions are and then that kind of informs her character because that's what her universe is i've um, uh, yeah, dude. it's, it's good i shit. i was like i when the, the the whole extended like drum sequence was happening i was like fuck yeah play mm. the fuck out of those drums dale um the it like the co- yeah the colors they were like con- they were kind of constant it was like someone was actively painting almost in the background you know 
Like mm-hmm. it kind of felt like it was always constantly in motion, um, yep. even if it wasn't. Just like the the way, like the, like the brushstrokes were, I guess you could say, just kind of yeah. gave everything motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, yeah. And when, I guess towards the end, when she's crying and the the whole you know scene happens, that's when it starts to kind of lead, right? Like you were saying, yeah. like the watercolor. I'm like, Chef's kiss. Love love all of this. Um, it's vibes. Yeah. I, I, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, vibes. Hey, movies are vibes, man. Like, I think, I think, truly, some of the best movies are like, here's a thing. We're gonna live in this. Once upon a time yep. in Hollywood. Here's a here's a the Hollywood 1969. We're gonna live in this. Yep. And um, I I, th- I think that's one of the biggest strengths. Movie where the, there's been a couple songs from the soundtrack too. I've been just like listening to the 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 hummingbird song is really good, and then the Mona Lisa song. And it's like mm-hmm. those two scenes in particular where they're used is the the Gwen and Miles web swinging is the Mona Lisa song and it's just yes. like this crazy piece of animation where it's just watching the two of them travel the city together and catch up and it's like it's such a good scene it's such a joyful scene it's great and the song rules and the hummingbird song it's it's like a minute or two of like a portal slowly opening above like Miles's head but it just lets you sit in it everything starts floating around really just puts you in the headspace of like where Miles is at right there because it's 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 a diegetic song he's listening to it on his headphones <laughs> Um, you know uh, but that's like when everything is swirling in his room they really draw it out and you just like sit in it it's so rules. good yeah. i love the theme too the score the the ugh, i'm trying to remember how it goes all the music yeah I can't it's remember it off the top of my head either because I it's I think it's similar to the first movie too, but um, yeah, they bring it back. It's it's mm-hmm. so good. I forget, I forget who does the score in this, but uh, I feel like it's like someone. It's probably someone like newer or something. It's great. It's uh, and then uh, uh, fuck Yankee playing Spider Man two, getting that getting that shit early. Did you see that? <laughs> I did. I touched oh, like, my on, friend man. and I went, oh look. There was, there was a couple times where where I did that where I was like, oh shit, look. And then the the Spider Man video game one is like in a the background of a scene, and I was like. Yeah. Yeah. Insomniac one. I was like, great. Yeah. I love that. All the Spider people that were in it was loving that. The 90s animated Spider-Man didn't really show up unless he's in the background, but he didn't get a featured moment like some of the other ones yeah, did. Yeah. Th- I think they riff on that theme a little bit too, though. Like the brown, like that, like guitar. Yeah. I think kind of they pepper it in in scenes. Oh, who did that? Who did it's is, who's the Aerosmith? It's guitarist? uh Joe Perry, yeah. Joe Perry. I'm sure did Joe it. Perry did it, yeah, right? Um Yeah, it's great. Spider Man. Uh, yeah. Got the Radio little top box. Spider bite. <laughs> spider bite. <laughs> um, um <laughs> the uh I was about to say the okay, can I give one actual criticism of the movie? Yes. Now, this was something that didn't happen in the first movie either, right? But there's all the different Spider-Man. There's all the different universes and stuff. There isn't a part where they jump through a portal and then they land on a Broadway stage where the Green Goblin is performing. Uh, <laughs> Turn the, off the dark. The, the, uh, the, 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 what the fuck is the Green Goblin? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's called A Freak Like Me Needs Company. And everyone's going, <laughs> all the weirdos in the world are here, right? And then... All, a bunch of spider people jump through the stage and then they cut to the outside. This is how I would do it. And then they cut to the outside of the, of the uh, Broadway uh, stage where everyone's performing and Bruce Campbell cameos as a snooty, um, <laughs> snooty ticket taker. And then they knock down the doors and like run out real quick. Cause that's, they gotta, they that's, gotta, they gotta do something with turn off the dark. There's it's out of everything. I know, they, they haven't referenced that at all. Have they? 
the, the, it's either they're just like we're not going to do that or there's some legal thing or they're just like it, maybe gonna yeah it. we're going to save it we're going to use one of the best songs in it and then we're gonna, which again is a freak like me needs company which is the green goblin <laughs> song <laughs> i mean you know bono wouldn't turn out a check like let's be real um can have bono do have bono be fucking ooh. broadway spider-man who gives a shit like i don't know because the guy who did it's like my yeah. wrists are so, are so broken they cut off my hands <laughs> like, i literally broke my body but trying to make this thing um fuck yeah that i i would shit my pants if that happened um I, yeah, it. there might be some legal because that's that is like a really rough point in that in their time, right? They were like having a hard time getting that going, and yeah. Oh, but that would be it, yeah. It was like a huge. They, they spent so much money on it, and just like completely just was a, a fucking waste. Yeah, of money. it was like a complete disaster. It was mm-hmm. I, it was so ambitious. Um, yeah, I mean, um, man's man's slinging webs. Come on, um, <laughs> any size. Um, I was about to say, yeah, that's like one thing where I'm just like, I, I don't actually have anything negative to say about this, like insane. But um, the, that's like one of the things where I'm like, okay, you still have that in your back pocket because all the other references are great. You see, like the spider car, the, the, the car Spider Man at one point. Like all the different ones that you see in that world are so good, and they like have a good mix of like funny and like exciting ones. Like the fucking there's like a Spider Man T Rex. Like oh my god, yeah, the, whole... the Lego one, which there was like the kid that they found that the i guess he did a recreation of this trailer with lego so they had him uh-huh. and i was like that's a great little shout out the fl- and then also like a, like a movie reference yeah. yeah i was like hell yeah it's so funny but so good that's lord also miller awesome, callback but he, that wasn't cgi that was yeah it was him it was like actual it was real <laughs> cooper yeah. Uh, yeah. I I'm trying to like remember uh, Indian Spider Man, uh, Dopender from the Deadpool movies. He was so yes. good. He I loved this. I, I this the design was great. Um, Chai T. Oh, fuck. That's like saying T T and like him just like getting upset about that <laughs> stuff. I thought was so great. How perfect his life was. He was like, I gotta wake up. You know, I do whatever. I don't do anything with my hair, so it looks incredible. Like he's like. <laughs> yeah. like Nothing bad has happened to this guy yet. It's like, <laughs> it's really, really funny. That whole, oh, um, that action sequence in, uh, I, I cannot, pre- Mumbai, Mumbatten. Yeah. Um, with the building coming down on all the people down below. I loved that we got, it was mostly about them saving people. And I was like, so wrapped up in that where I was just like, yeah, get them fucking. It was a, just a rescue sequence basically. And I was yeah. so, I thought it was like so tense. And I was like, these are cartoons. This is crazy. Like, it's like, great. Like, that's kind of like it. missing from superhero movies is our good rescue sequence. Like Superman does it well. Like some of his most memorable sequences are rescue yeah. sequences. Iron Man three really sticks out mm-hmm. um, when they're well. The problem all free was falling. It, it became uh, like a critical like meme almost of these of all the movies after Man of Steel and then movie they they started putting it in but it always kind of felt pandery. I, yeah, I it like felt like Whedon, obligatory. Yeah, the two Whedon Avengers movies I think have some good chunks of it and I don't. It doesn't feel like it was him. Compl- I don't know. I'm, I shouldn't be defending anything that, but like it doesn't feel like those movies were doing it like obligatorily. Like uh, first Avengers movie has. A- like Captain America like saves a bunch of people in like a bank at one point and that part's like yes. a good little uh that's in like the battle that's like a good little chunk that German guy he rescues who stands up to Loki which is 
what? Oh man, <laughs> that movie. I I've said it before, but man, that movie's aging in like great, great cheesy ways. Um, uh, yeah, then, like, just doing second, all the all the surface level stuff. Yeah, and then the second movie has them. Uh, the whole chunk at the end is like they have all the buses and like the air bus getting people out. There's like moments of it, but uh, yeah, there's not a lot of it in like the MCU. But it's like that's we we're talking about action and how good the action is. Like that's a good different way to do storytelling and like to change up so it's not just two characters shooting lasers at each other exactly you know what I mean? yeah like the the only memorable sequence in superman returns is the plane rescue sequence yeah, that's um, good which is really fucking good yeah. Um, um but yeah so it's yeah. it i i'm hoping there's a good one in superman legacy i've been listening to james gunn kind of dropped a little bit of nuggets about it oh, right. I, 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 i'm really confident in him dude he he compared the dc you to westeros in a, in a podcast and i was like interesting yeah it's if you think about it like fantasy i think that'll work a lot better because you don't have yeah. to tie it to real places because all of the cities are made up and all the characters are larger than life i'm like yeah, yeah. he's like yeah he's like it's all world building i'm like fuck yes thank you like <laughs> no he's right i mean that's the stuff that was like the snyderverse started doing that but it was a lot like in like the wor- wrong directions where it's just like all right yeah so got- he's he has better sensibilities he'll he'll do it right well because snyder's more abstract and that's part of the reason why i think you and i kind of like him where it's like things i think at his best he does broad strokes in really interesting ways where it's like movies don't hold up under like logical stuff because it's about how no. cool things look yeah, in that moment yeah, like he's, yeah, he's always style. going for like, the coolest thing yeah whether mm-hmm. it makes sense or not exactly so it's like to have him set up like i like i would watch him set up a whole mythology of his own design yeah because that would be fucking bonkers and look cool that's why i'm excited for his weird space movie that he's making rebel um, moon rebel moon baby uh and, and it's yeah but like the dcu eventually was just like okay we got got a uh, metropolis and then Okay. Okay. Next movie, uh, Gotham City is uh, right next door, like literally adjacent to it. Okay. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, we got the Lost City of Atlantis. Okay. We got um, <laughs> Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We have Themyscira, an island of. <laughs> like, I just hope that Gunn puts Gotham in Jersey. It needs to be in Jersey. That's that that's canonical, canonically sense. what it is. Yep. Hey, hey, we, hey, Batman. Hey, Batman. Going to the oh, devil's fuck. game. Fuck, now I got to deal with this. That's my Tony Soprano. Fuck, now I got to deal with this bullshit. It's Batman, though. <laughs> I mean, they're doing that with the Batman. I mean, Penguin's basically Tony Soprano. Oh, um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I cannot wait for that fucking show. Yeah. So glad that it's happening. Um, well, it's not. It's on pause right now. It, yeah, that's right. true. I, nothing's nothing's fucking sacred at Warner Brothers, so I shouldn't but hold all, my breath. Um, yeah, it's true. The whole also, I don't know what the Reeves Batman thing. I guess is just gonna be its own. I think he's gonna get the Nolan treatment. They're like, yeah, you can get, you can do your own thing. Like, but he's getting like that. shows and stuff. Well, that's like I'm also like James Gunn's also like, oh, I'm doing Peacemaker season two after I do Superman. I'm like, wait, what? Like, just let that be its own one off. Like, I. Because that's also like kind of still holding on to the old DC stuff. I'm like, what? This the it's it, you're still making it confusing for people. Like we need to yeah. really cut the cord here, guys. Well, I mean, we'll have to find out what happens in the Flash, which neither of us have seen yet. Which 
I was debating going today, but I'm like, I can't do that's too much. I also thought about it and I was like, eh, but then I, <laughs> go I, to op- go opening night. <laughs> we both yeah. end up going opening night. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Sean, I know you're a huge Ezra fan and you, you support everything <laughs> you do, but the uh You're gonna be cancelled. Uh, um Yeah. <laughs> this shit's crazy. They were on like the red carpet and stuff, and it's just they're like, Yeah, thanks to all the fans. It's like what? <laughs> like they, they, there was like some it's I saw just, like some just headline. Don't talk. Just where take I was just the like pictures. I was like this or don't <laughs> well that yeah i mean they they were like oh we're gonna have them on the red carpet and that that's all they're gonna do and i'm like okay we'll just don't don't do anything then like <laughs> like why who's, choose who's the one girl but sasha whatever her name is like kali kali yeah have michael shannon I... show up and be like i don't know why i'm leading this why the fuck am i here <laughs> just yeah, he he's is like kind of multi- weirdly the one promoting it. He's at the Criterion Closet. He's like, all right, I'll do it, but I'm going to the closet. Okay, that's how. That's, that's all I'm grab. doing. What, what was it? What is it? What, what the fuck was the screen grab that I sent? You? I'm such uh, a lucky boy, right? Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> I Michael Shannon is the funniest motherfucker on the planet, and no one can tell me otherwise. He's so funny. He's got such a like catcher's mitt of a face, and he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like an incredible actor. He's such a dry he's sense so- of humor. Because he's also just like, I don't know. Like he, 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 I saw, this, again, these are just headline things because I'm like, I, I don't know, bother to read the whole thing. But um, there he's just like, yeah, acting in the, the Flash, he's just like, you do the multiverse thing, you just reduce to like action. Like it's, you're just like action figure smashing around. I was like, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's probably a huge bummer because he's just like, I don't know, I step out of a portal and then I, I just fight the Flash who I who isn't even here and it's just CGI. And I, I still remember the, the him on the making of uh, Man of Steel, he's like, on one day kick one day punch another <laughs> and i i just remember him saying that and for one of the the special features and i think it's it, it that is so funny to me i think about that all the time where i say yeah, punch one day <laughs> you do a kick the next and you know you're up on wires and it's just like, it's like he doesn't give I a did fuck. six months of training for this guys um <laughs> <laughs> He did have some scenes like he did. He he. I love his performance. And I mean, this is I mean, we all well, know that just this. turned this 10. Is, I know. And it visually still looks pretty good. There's some pretty good. I Russell I dragon fucking. <laughs> yeah, I Michael Shannon. He's you know, he's probably getting a nice paycheck, which is nice. But like, yeah. you know, what doing one for one for his uh, bank account. I get it. Uh it probably was not nearly as satisfying and fulfilling as an actor as even Man of Steel, though, because he he has some good monologues and you know he, there is some ha- character. He, he has there. a central idea to him, which is like which is like an interesting thing to would which would have been an interesting thing to explore, and it's then just like find out how to blow up that idea. Like there's you, you get the guy. Um, yeah, he's he has a purpose. Like there, he didn't have a choice. He was bred for one purpose, and that's what he's gonna do. And Superman's trying to stop him. He's getting thrown up against this guy who's just fucking mm-hmm. farm Joe that doesn't know how to fight and is falling over fucking building where did you learn how to do this <laughs> on a farm man you and i always defend that movie you know what i'm thinking about it? i'm like it's a good it's hey it's good it's good yeah and that part guys, where he you guys wanted now we're just getting cgi recreations and shit so this is this yeah. is where we're at now but yeah. um well I was i'm, t- I'm that- that's why i'm like actively very excited because i just i'm always a fan of them trying to do superman it never works there's always a ton of baggage behind it it never oh for legacy it's it, just just yeah i'm just like on he already has a lot of baggage going into it just with having to deal with fucking asshole fans but like i 
I think he's I'm like just excited. I, I he's yeah. my favorite character, and I'm like, yeah. do it, and like give me a proper sequel for the love of God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> haven't had a yeah. proper Superman sequel since 1980, dude. Oh fuck, you're right. Because Returns does not count. Not Returns since, is not since he quested for peace. I, oh, yeah, I guess I, I'm thinking second movie, but yeah, 87. Yeah, Quest for Peace, right. Superman. Right. Yeah, and it was fucking Superman four. So like, I, come on. That's fucking yeah. That's why yeah. The worst thing the DC universe, the DC movies did was BVS's movie number two. That's uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I it, it actively to... makes me more angry every time I rewatch it. I'm like, this was such a mistake. Yeah. Well, because I was th- I I saw that man. I saw like a headline thing. And I like read a little bit about something where it was like Man of Steel revisited ten years later, and people were just shitting on it. And I was like, you know, I, I I get it, but I also for whatever reason, you and I talk about it all the time. We don't have to get into it. It's I enjoy. I I don't hate that movie. I think there's some things that it does interestingly. The franchise then just like stomps all of that potential out. I think that that's really. Oh weird. yeah. I think that yeah. That my take has always been it's a movie about a guy who's it's Superman. And the first day at his job is to quote, I think he should leave the worst day at his job uh, where he has to like <laughs> kill a guy and he doesn't even want to do it. Um, yeah. Uh, but then he starts to kind of figure out where he's like, okay, I never want to do that again. It's like, I want to see, I want to see him, you know, uh, uh, like explore on that. Three. Yeah. I want to see him like a couple months in or like a year, Yeah, like a year yeah. in do the, do the dark night, you know, catch mm-hmm. up with him in a couple months. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's just a bummer because like I just I just want to see a fully fleshed out Superman and like with a modern budget, modern sensibilities, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm just excited that like we're starting to get some nuggets. We might get some casting news soon. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just think his approach is smart, and he he just said everything right in the podcast. He, they were asking him like, "What's your favorite DC movie?" He said Superman the movie. What's your favorite Marvel movie? He said Iron Man. So I'm mm-hmm. like, he's he's revisiting all the origin stuff and like taking notes i think oh yeah no he's he's james gunn is i i, I like him more and more i i still th- my concern is still i just i wish he wasn't just pigeonholed just into superhero stuff but um, yeah that's that is a bummer i i'm i'm hoping he gets to do something that he actually wants to do but it also he t- talks about the stuff like he's into it so i mean no i believe he's into it he's always but you know he's always been in a ad- like he always adapts and he plays with genre stuff like it's yeah um, likes the horror yeah and it's one of those things where it's like you know if he pulls off a couple of these then he'll be able to write or produce like whatever or he also likes to like throw bones to his friends you know yeah. so it's like he's I, i've everybody who's worked with him seems like they're like no he's he's a, he's a he's a good dude and it seems like you like he's like uh people got like get his back and stuff and then yeah i don't know i'm i'm very fucking excited for it I, you know because it's, it's one of those things where especially partially based off of how you talk about it where it's like yeah no i do want i want, want a movie where he gets to fight a bad guy and also save a bunch of people and then be like folksy and nice I would love a Superman movie where he's nice. What if it's 90 yeah, minutes Yeah, and, like, actually Sean. says words and, and like, smiles and has some charm, yep. you know? Like, I, I understand what they're going for in Man of Steel, but, like, it, I understand people not liking that because it isn't Superman for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, uh, it felt like it was but, of that time. Yeah, I mean, though, oh, like oh was... yeah. That's that's probably the main criticism of it, probably, especially looking back, is yeah. that re- revisiting it 10 years later is like they're very clearly doing a Batman Begins, wearing yep. that on its sleeve. Uh, anywho, we're, we're we're going deep into soups. Uh, I I was going to bring it back to Spider-Verse real quick. My uh-huh. I would say my one criticism, if my, my only criticism, and like I've said, uh, going back to like knowing that it's a one-parter or a two-parter. Right. Uh, the ending, I was, I was, there were a lot of points where I'm like, is this where it ends? 
is yep. this where it's because there's like a couple yep. of scenes where the music kind of swells they're cutting between two people mm-hmm. i'm like all right is that gonna be no no all right. it just kind of kept going and i'm like i don't know if this is necessarily a bad thing but it was just kind of in my head and it kind of took me out of it a little bit the but... last like 20 minutes i was like oh shit when is this gonna drop out but i did yes. at least have the excitement of my friend sitting next to me screamed when it said to be continued and they were like, what? No. And I was just like, I was like, oh, you didn't know. And she was like, no, I didn't. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I <laughs> I know. I told Gail because she specifically hates when that happens. And I'm like, oh, I'm telling her for sure. She's livid. Yeah. Which um, cliffhanger <laughs> did you like? This one or Fast X? Oh, uh, Fast X. Now, uh, this one was great. I, I would say, like, I, I kind of was like, all right, it's definitely Miles in the Prowler suit. Yeah. Um, that that kind of like I yeah. I was starting to pick up on like something's off about this I I kind of noticed I thought her eyes looked weird but I was also like this movies are these movies are so fast and loose with how they animate scenes that I'm not you're not actively but, thinking about is uh, is this stuff off is is something wrong genuinely or is this just how they're choosing to animate it you know what I mean so like but, that's why it plays to that and that strength but everything that feels off is actually a deliberate choice like one of the big yes you're right no it is you just don't pick up on it right away because you're like is this in the first movie right one of the big twists in this that they reveal is that the spider that bit miles is from a different universe because it's glitching out in the first movie which they don't address but it is and it's just like oh fuck you're right yep like when they said that i was just like oh yeah oh I was like, did they and fuck? Did they know? <laughs> like that's that's yeah, they, that's yeah. That's why I was like, this is great. Like they they clearly uh-huh. thought this out and were well, that's very why, deliberate. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's certain things where I'm like, well, what's Miguel's deal? He clearly was gonna like eat a dude. And like in the actual Spider Verse comic, it's about like multiversal beings who are like vampire cannibals that eat spider. Like, are they gonna bring that in? And he's gonna secretly <laughs> be one of them? I, I don't know. But there's there's so many little things like that where it's like that's a big reveal where it's like Miles was never supposed to be a spider person, right? He was it was supposed to be a different universe. Then when he shows up in the universe at the end where it's the one where there is no Spider Man. It was the the universe where the spider got zapped away. Yeah. And it's the weird Biff Tannen uh Back to the Future <laughs> Two universe. I was like, this this is fucking awesome. And it also it's there's a lot of the themes of like uh like the buy two cakes. I forget what the full speech is, but one of my friends pointed out that when we saw it, where it's like uh, Rachel Dratch, the whole college admission thing, choose your own story. Like, what are people going to think when they, like, look? Like, there's there's things in, in the experience for Miles and then his alternate version. And you can see it in at the at the barbecue for his dad, like, the way characters and his family members interact with him where they're like, oh, how's that school going? Like, he's – Miles clearly has better opportunities than, like, members in his family. And then we're also going to see a universe not just where he's not Spider-Man, but one where he's not getting the opportunities for school and stuff like that. And I think that that's, yeah. like, to explore that in this type of movie, you know, I, I think is – they're going to do it obviously in like grand superhero terms, but I think that that's, I don't know. I think that's like interesting. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was kind of thinking something similar where like um, my, I guess we can kind of go into predictions with this too. Cause I was thinking yeah. like, 
I think the the message is going to be like it, like doesn't matter and like it it it's almost kind of like everything everywhere where it's like everything matters but nothing matters at the same time. Dude, um, this movie is so similar to ev- there's there's bagel based shit that like ties the two yeah. movies together. Yeah, spot. We didn't talk about the spot. <laughs> fucking Jason Schwartzman, dude. Fucking dude, such a spot, good villain. The spot is because I remember him in the '90s cartoon, and he's like a big like when he shows up, he's like a crazy powerful villain or whatever. And it's but apparently in the comic, like on YouTube the other day, I saw like Patrick Willems posted a video where he had made a like the first video he ever uploaded was a like joke trailer for a the spot movie and it's just him like being like it's the spot he was created Kinda in goofy. 19 whatever uh and he just like rattles off stuff but like this the spot's like literally one of the superhero teams he was part of is called like the league of losers <laughs> like he's a joke character but then this movie's like what if he's not a joke um yeah schwartzman is so good his weird body is fucking hilarious and he becomes actually terrifying like as the movie yeah goes he gets more powerful and you're like he starts off he's got like the animation lines still in them like the yeah outlines you're like oh this is i love this and then he's just like he's got the portal power which they they do some really fun stuff with Um, that is so fun and it's they do a thing where it's like and apparently lord and miller didn't want to put him in and then like avi arid was like no put him in and they're like no that's stupid but then we're like well Hold on. We can make okay. it cool. <laughs> and he's one of those characters where it's like, I think that works if you think about the spot and his powers where it's like, I don't know. He's a guy covered in polka dots where, but then it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if you take it a little seriously and you think about like the A to C connections you can make with that, it's fucking cool. And that's, I think mm-hmm. what the movie, the movie kind of discovers how cool he is as he gets more power. And like, no, this guy would be, wouldn't, you couldn't, you can't punch this guy. You can't contain him. What do you like? What do you do? And I think that that's, oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when he gets like all, when he starts like turning the room black, I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Not scary, spooky. Yeah, he's a scary spot. Um, let's um, say the, uh, yeah, I have a couple, like, I think because the spot, he is like, the, the, the movie also ends where the spot is going to kill Miles' dad, right? Yes. And then, but Miles ends up in the other universe where, with, with no Spider Man, which is like going to be a great point to leave him off. Um, weirdly, the clip, the to be continued weirdly reminded me of uh, The Matrix. Uh, I think it does. <laughs> Some of the cliffhanger <laughs> stuff from that. Um, uh, I was about to say the uh, that's gonna be a thing. I think Miles is gonna meet alternate universe Spot before the accident happens, and he's gonna learn about it for his personal life, and that's how he's gonna get through to him. Because there's some connection between him and Doc Ock. Too. Yeah, he keeps talking about how his family's there, and then like any like you see him flashbacks in the pictures, like him and Doc Ock are together. Uh, that's right. There's something because she's not in it at all the great fucking great Catherine Hahn. oh this yeah is... she got credit but yeah i don't think it was probably just archive stuff they show a couple flashback yeah. bits right yeah sean what was that yeah. hbo show that she had uh you and i i remember one time you and i just speculated about what would happen in that show and that i that is i think one of the fun i, I look back on that that conversation we had and I, it was really funny <laughs> oh fuck yeah was it was it hulu was it a hulu thing it's like it was like I think it was an HBO or a Max show. I can't remember. It's like Mrs. Something, and it was it's like, oh, yeah. like oh my daughter got me this weed. <laughs> we don't know what the show is. <laughs> Great. I got high um, for the first time since like my college years. Oh, they didn't have it. Wasn't this strong back when I was doing it? <laughs> um, um, I know. I, I I they're still do, they're still doing the Agatha show. I, that's probably delayed with the strike. But um, Aubrey Plaza. It's gonna be a show with Aubrey Plaza and Catherine Hahn doing magic at each other i'm gonna be there that's fine <laughs> hell yeah sign me up i still haven't well, watched any amanda yet either oh it's 
you're gonna really like i think episode um i liked episode one so far like that was kind of cool favreau i no, think Fav- does favreau show up he's in it a bunch yeah the heavy good. one. Oh, good like, yeah, yeah he's a, love he's you love me favreau yeah. um, the second episode i think you're like second episode is pretty crazy uh, i was about to say. yeah all the disney stuff got delayed like marvel and avatars all got like pushed back a whole bunch um good fucking pay your writers that's the whole th- and not only that vfx and actors cool. and also because like for various reasons the two best marvel projects in the last like year or so were the ones that got delayed the most which means that they probably had time to work yeah one of them was for unfortunate tragedy tragedy reasons uh of obviously for wakanda forever but um that and guardians were like the two best movies and it's like okay, well they got delayed for various the whole bunch turned out actually good so and spider-verse too yeah Fuck, it's so good because like, yeah, cause, like i might pre-order I'm, like, it i'm probably good the yeah. uh, i think i want the steel i wanted to get the steel of the first one and i just missed it when it was out because the steelbook of the first one was it was like the spray painted miles kind of symbol oh on, on it. hell yeah cool. that's steelbooks are so hit and miss with the artwork but that's a cool one they're pumping out more like, i haven't gotten a steel last one i got might have been Kong Silver versus Kong. because nice. i was like i was like i want it. and the, the artwork on it's kind of dumb it's like a low shot of the two of them punching each other and i was like hell yeah um i got i got the godfathers one and two steelbooks mainly because sometimes steelbooks are cheaper Ooh. so i'm like hell yeah let's yeah do it. that's smart um, yeah yeah no this is definitely going to be a pre-order just which i haven't done in like a minute uh i'm trying to think i think there's something else my predictions for part two but then one of the producers or writers or something on it said they're gonna explore and this is maybe a spoiler but they're gonna explore uh, uh different variants of like gwen sequel and i was like oh fuck they're gonna open it up to the other character because it's called beyond the spider-verse so ooh, they're gonna go beyond it this time like which is gonna gwen, be like going to the gwen verse yep and it's, i think it's gonna be like I think a lot of it is going to be my uh, what's Miguel is just trying to create order out of something that can't happen, uh, and he's probably creating damage and like killing off timelines or universes or whatever. Um, well, yeah, because better... in the canon, Gwen dies, so yeah, they don't, they didn't, they didn't talk about that at all, which I think that's that's for sure going to play into it. No, she does. She she says that like Gwen's usually die like oh yeah, like she, that's right. she she names it, which is like kind of terrifying that she knows. But uh, I like that she's kind of shitty to uh, Miles a little bit sometimes. Like she kind of talks down to him, but like he still has such a crush on her, and like she does. Their relationship is really good because it's just like what's going on? What's, what's 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 going yeah. on with you two like um, yeah i do yeah she's like kind of fucking him over in the whole beginning yeah i speaking of fucking him over i thought spider punk was gonna be revealed the way he pieced out i thought evil but it turned out he was he like made He's gwen a classic portal. anarchist man blow yeah. it all up i but, i that was my one critique too is the volume on i couldn't hear spider punk but i think they fixed that after i saw it i also think that that's the joke yeah he's like just doesn't give a fuck about enunciating he just kind of gets through the words you know he's so like british where it's just like i am i uh, so i'm just like they give him crazy things to say that are super british right off the bat yeah. so like you can't fault that is a lord that is a lord and miller thing i think like that they're just like yeah it'd be really funny daniel kaluuya like if you just say be as british as possible and just i don't know just say some british shit I'm like we're all gonna... yeah he does some cockney <laughs> stuff right with like apples and pears and stuff or, like, yeah stairs. everything he's, he's using like slang and stuff and it's yeah. just like, like like but like super british slang where you're just like i don't fucking know what any of that is um, <laughs> yeah i i like that but uh the weekly planet when i listened to their podcast about it they pointed out that he's Ho- they say his name's hobie right yes they, they keep talking about hobie Apparently in the comics, Hobie. It's like Hobie Brown, I think, or something like that. That was the original name of the very Frau. Oh. I think you're right in that it's going to be the nothing matters in that it doesn't matter 
like if you put on the mask or a mask, somebody stop me. Like you're like I think they're gonna. It's like they're, they're, I don't know. There there's something there's something there where maybe we're gonna enter the prowler verse at some point, and then he maybe knows more than he's letting on. I don't know. There's there's some there's something there though where I'm like yeah, that's a cool I, yeah I believe it. Yeah. There's something yeah. more to him, and his animation style is the the cutout shit. It's I just want to look at this. So good. I I, lo- I fucking loved it. And so many of my students have been like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And I'm just like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's incredible. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you don't give a shit about my opinion, kids. But like, I... I fucking love it. I yeah. I was I was like it's it's, and also they played the Expendables. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about the Expendables four trailer, everybody. Um, then, guys, you won't believe it. Megan Fox pushes Statham's and like it's concentric, <laughs> but she pushes his head down, and he's like, "Wait, what's going on? Oh, I'm about to fucking go Olympic diving right now because." <laughs> That's what I used to do. Buddy, Meg's coming in like a month or two, dude. I don't think I'm going to rewatch the first one, but I think I'm just going to. I can't wait for them. Oh, maybe I'll just. You know what, Tron? You might be. You know what might be a good idea? What's just that? Listen to our old episode. On the- <laughs> and then you're just going to dive right into the trench. You're just diving I'm right diving. into the Mariana Trench. No, Hell yeah. Uh, but I know we're closing it for over an hour and a half, so I, I didn't know if you had any last thoughts or anything. But I, I think if I think about this movie anymore, I'm just going to keep remembering things I like. And it's just, yeah. I don't know if I have any other key takes or anything, but it's just like, truly, it it's it, not to get too, like, I, 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 it hit me in ways, like, some of the themes and what I was identifying with, right? Because you, you, me, and uh, Phil were talking about it, too, right? Because there's definitely queer themes throughout the whole movie that, like, I, I don't feel, <laughs> like, I can, like, touch on those as much, lived experience and stuff, but the, uh, yeah, obviously, but the, um, there's themes in this that resonated with me in such a way that it, like, helped where I was at. Like in ways where it just felt very like touching, you know what I mean? Like where I was just like, "Fuck!" Like some of the messaging, the the, the whole I was getting like themes of like imposter syndrome, right? But uh, I'm also oh, just trying a new career and stuff like that, so maybe that's where where I'm at. What like while I'm watching it, but I think it's all in there. It's also just so well told, and I it, it's something where it's like when the to be continued came up, I was like, I am so fucking invested in these characters and their journey. So whenever they throw like a mile, uh, uh, Don Glover in as like the Prowler, and they're referencing MCU shit or like Toby and it's just like i don't need any of that stuff where they're just here just to see them and we all go yay um, there's more interesting storytelling and just like emotional messaging that's going on with these movies that i feel like are about finding your place finding finding your place and your purpose and then like those themes are just explored in such a way that i think are so interesting you know you know what i mean like absolutely i don't know if you yeah. got similar stuff but i I, I yeah it's a coming out movie you know like mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of like that feeling like you just need to tell somebody something and you can't or you yep. feel like you can't I resonated with that because uh, that can apply to anything like mental health yeah. or you know any anything like that like just that feeling of like you're like so close but yeah um, yeah it's it's a great flick fucking coming of age uh the school stuff yeah that resonated with me for sure anyone that ever went to college or tried to go to college yeah because it is it's like it's a lot to ask of a 16 or 17 year old kid it's like who are you gonna be it's like i still don't know who the fuck i'm gonna be and i'm already even 30 dude like (laughs) but then even just that message though of like don't let anybody tell you you don't belong here and then that's exactly what happened miguel miguel is that person who tells him you don't belong you never were supposed to exist and like having one character like having somebody say that to miles especially is like this is like fucked up (laughs) like it's it's there's so much to it where it's just like no one's supposed to no one's supposed to be any fuck off like it's yeah yeah 
What do you, you know? care, dude? Fuck you. You're not God. It, it, mm-hmm. And it's just like he's but he's trying he's trying to be it in some way. He's trying to be really it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see what the what, if there is or what the twist is with him because something's going on there for sure. I think it's just, he's just full bad guy, and I think that that's yeah where we're at. I did like his little crew where uh, Jessica Drew, there's Spider Woman. I love that she's pregnant. Is just doing yeah. Spider Woman shit. I, yeah. I was like, I was like, this character feels so designed just to be this coolest shit. But I was like, this is the coolest fucking character I've ever seen. Uh, also, shout out to Andy Samberg as Ben Riley, who's like the yeah. super nineties Todd <laughs> McFarland. Yeah, <laughs> but that he was that's so not good. Ben Riley's not supposed to exist. He's a fucking clone. So it's like his his rule. I I think it's not even like a, oh this is a mistake. It's it's just in the te- it's in the text of the movie is like he's not doesn't even back up like what he's like claiming to be doing. It's it's yeah it's, yeah he's uh, a hypocrite. I just fucking loved it, you know. Oh yeah, mm. I cannot wait to watch it again. Yeah. Get more get more in my brain. Beasts. I watch the beasts rise. <laughs> the beasts are rising. Um, we yeah what uh, well, I think next is I probably I mean Flash. I'm probably gonna see Flash next yeah yeah I I if I have time I'm going to because I'm doing like family stuff this weekend and but it's gonna be like a couple days and I already texted one of my brothers if it rains we're gonna go see Rise of the Beasts because I know that's gonna happen yeah. and then I'm gonna make time Flash just because I'm like Ezra of it all is a bummer but I also just I just fucking want to see what this thing it's one of those it's been in development for so long where I'm like I just forever see what this thing is yeah yeah like I. <sighs> Fucking, I'm I'm mainly there for Keaton. Curious to see what they do with Batfleck too. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, did I text? Did I text you this that I was like, what if he's chasing Joe Mangello? Oh yeah. Like what if? Like because we don't know what the like the, it yeah. won't be that. But like I would lose my. They're shit only if it's showing just, like, us the same few clips of a two and a half hour movie. So same thing with indie. Long. They're hiding a lot of indie stuff too. And I, maybe it's because I'm I'm actively not watching indie stuff either. But like yeah. they only have been showing us a few sequences. Yeah. Like Antonio. And that's Banderas another two twenty that. movie. I think that's going to be the longest one. Yeah, it is. I I, I said which this is like I the, yeah the Superman thing. But what if James Gunn makes like a 140 cry i would be a breath of fresh air i would i could see it being around two hours under two hours especially because i don't think he's doing the origin i think he said we're not doing it interesting so if they're doing like year one or like year two in metropolis still like at at the daily planet you're skipping you're skipping the krypton stuff like you don't need that you can kind of retro do that if you want to do the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you can, if you cut out the Krypton stuff of Man of Steel, you're under two hours. Yeah. So you don't really need two out more than two hours to do Superman. Well, you can't. You can't cut that. That's the best. Part. It does roll, but I'm just saying, like time wise, like you, you, you could, if you're not doing an origin, you, you will, you, you can chunk. 15 to 20 right there you're not you're not hiring your brando or your crow or anybody (laughs) yeah so yeah i'm hoping nathan fillion's perry white that's my last thought oh fuck that's good he'll probably be the voice of crypto or something crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it probably won't be a main role um yeah i just hope he puts clinton howard in as mr mixelplex yeah that's like just destined to be at some point yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but yeah anyway it is getting later so i know I, I, I it's been already over 90 so i apologize but this was a great talk no i dude i wanted to make sure we talked about this because i thought this movie was so fucking good you know what i mean I where know. i was it's like i we, know we, we have for now like rate subscribe do all that good shit and yeah. uh spread the word spread there. the love yeah. go team bye